0: Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit Podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Getting Blamed for Breaking Stuff. I had a conversation the other day with someone who had been cleaning a home and broke an item it wasn't an heirloom or anything but it still needed to be replaced in some way after all it was broken they were curious how to handle the situation because this item and i forget what it was to be honest with you was practically falling apart to begin with they knew it was just a matter of time before this thing broke and they were hoping it didn't happen when they were cleaning sadly somehow they bumped into it and it fell apart They weren't sure what to do because it was already kind of damaged goods, in a sense. I told them, in my opinion anyway, you broke it, you need to replace it. That is taking the high road, and in the long run, that's always the best road to travel on. On a certain level, I think most people would agree with that line of thought. If this was at your house and someone bumped into a lamp or something and broke it while performing a service in your home, you would want it fixed too. It's just the right thing to do. Now the best way to avoid this is for you to be very upfront with customers when you are confronted with items that look like they could break at any moment. Now, sometimes this is going to be unavoidable, you know, because you're not going to notice it or a new item's going to be introduced after you already do a walkthrough. So it's it's not a perfect way to avoid things. But when you're doing the walkthrough, that is a great time to really Put your glasses on and look carefully at all the things that could go wrong when you're cleaning, if anything. Uh, you know, Sometimes if you were in a house or a commercial property, uh, it could be an end tape table, a sofa leg that looks a little wobbly, a picture on the wall that the frame's about to fall off. It can be just about anything imaginable that looks like it could break easily by just dusting it or touching it or bumping it. And they're the things that you want to be careful about. If you notice these items during the walkthrough, you need to take note of it and tell the customer. You're just going to avoid cleaning that because it just looks a little too delicate. Using the word delicate is a kind way to describe either something that's junky or something that's truly delicate and could break at any moment. That's what I used to tell folks. It just looked a little too delicate to, to touch. Now, if they insist you clean it, I'd just make a note of it, include it, in your notes, because you want to have a record of that. If it's a real expensive item, uh, it may be a good idea to have somebody sign off on something, saying that you're not responsible if you were to break it. Now, for the record, I never had to have anybody sign off on anything, but then again, I never ran across something terribly expensive that warranted it either. You know, I never cleaned a home where there was a $25,000 vase on a shelf, so I didn't have to worry about that, but if, if I did, I'd probably would have had somebody sign something. Now, if you are a beginner and worried about being blamed for breaking stuff, I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, I know a lot of people call me and ask me about that, but in all my years, I only had it happen at least off the top of my head three times, and none of the items that were broke were anything expensive. Two times, we were responsible, and once we were not. We were really blamed for something we didn't do. My two guilty pleas had to do with a plant stand that was held together literally with scotch tape and a toilet handle that had been glued several times already. Both of the cases were the same customer. In each case, I just footed the bill and had it fixed. It was small beans and uh, I mean it did annoy me to to no end because just touching them made it break. It had nothing to do with being careless, it was just they were ready to fall apart uh... now in the one case where i was totally innocent it had to do with a fax machine at an apartment rental office some part broke off a twenty-year-old fax machine honestly it was probably broke for years but i got blamed for breaking it that day now i know for a fact that it wasn't my crew because i was in the office training the crew that day and nothing happened i briefly put up a fight when they blamed us but then i came to my senses real quick i mean there's just no use fighting over 75 bucks on an account that brought in several thousand dollars per month. So I paid for a new fax machine so I could keep cashing that big check every month. So the moral here is just do your best to avoid potential problem areas wherever possible. You're never going to be perfect, but do your best to pay attention. Most of the time that's going to keep you out of trouble. Plus odds are if you just hire the right people and train them well, train them to be careful and train them to do a good job and to be thoughtful and courteous, things are going to take care of themselves. So this wraps up our episode of getting blamed for breaking stuff. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog. At cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you that touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.